Well, you Fruit Loop dingus, I bet you didn't see this coming. Welcome back to Friends After the Show, the Big Brother podcast. I am your host, Devin Old Hammond, like, uh, like, like, he's my, like, co, like, host, like, 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 Dan Silvera. Hey, I'm here to talk about the Big Brother. Sadly, we do not have Matt today, do, do we? No, Matt is on vacation doing stuff uh, in some other country, I think, or something. I don't know. It's hard to follow. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a little bit different without his angelic voice uh, radiating throughout the podcast, but I think we'll survive. Yeah. Bring Matt back. Hashtag bring Matt back. Um, Hashtag bring Matt back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that too. Sure, both of those. Uh, so we had another week of Big Brother Canada action, and um, a lot happened, I guess, sort of. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. A lot yeah, didn't well, happen as well. Actively yeah. didn't happen, which I feel kind of bummed about uh and i think we can jump right into that part unless you have something to add i was just going to jump right into the veto because i feel like most things well let's oh nomination i guess is important i forgot that we don't do this all week yeah <laughs> <laughs> so jackie and so, Cass went up yeah um jackie and Cass uh were were good choices i i was i was actually surprised that jackie went up because i didn't really think that she was on the radar of Netta, but apparently they do not get along. That, and then I guess also it's just the uh, closeness with Cass at that point. Perceived closeness yeah. with Cass. Yeah, what's this? Um, I've noticed that uh, that Netta and I think Karen also doesn't like Jackie. Is that true? I don't think many people like Jackie. I don't know. I don't yeah, like well, Jackie. Do you like Jackie? But, but, but it doesn't show on the... For me, I, I don't see on the edits what is bothering people better. She seems pretty chill. Yeah, I guess it's hard. To, it's hard to say without watching the live feeds, but uh, I can see how she could be a type of person that would rub someone the wrong way. Uh, I don't, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and okay, then there was that well, conversation with Ika that she had that kind of points in the direction of just like how annoying she probably is. Which, which, which one was this? When she was like begging Ika for, for votes, essentially oh. like she just kept saying like, her whole strategy was just throwing Cass further under the bus. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. When she told her the truth about about um, what Cass was saying behind her back. Yeah, was oh, that, no, that the was truth? Netta. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good thing we do this right. podcast. We're definitely authorities on this show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was just sort of heavy campaign footage. That was what was going on, and then a car commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was so randomly placed. Yeah. I don't even think we need to talk about that. Um, no, they, it, you know what? It's um, it's just part of it. We kind of have to suck it up. Yeah. Nothing is worse than uh, when Survivor though had um, they had a reward challenge where they had to go see a movie, and the movie was Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. So I don't think anything's worse than that. <laughs> you know, I don't, it can possibly be worse than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I want to talk about just this uh, strategy that you think that the vets, specifically the core group, so Netta, Bruno, Kevin, uh, and then you would put in Cindy, and then to a lesser extent you'd put in Ika, 
and then to an even lesser lesser extent i guess demetrius is part of this um yeah so the it seems like their strategy going forward is going to be to pick off first who they perceive as traders like trader vets yeah um and then go after the weaker newbies after um do you like that i mean do you think that netta's reign is a good thing i mean it's definitely a good thing for kevin and bruno but what do you uh well, what's your opinion on that i i think it's a smart strategy you kind of take out anyone they, they're taking out vets that <clears throat> that have any kind of um pull from the other side any any kind of like strong bonds because bruno and kevin they don't really have like they're friendly and they get along with everyone on the other like from the newbies but they don't really have like um a core alliance with some newbies that they're dragging around with them no. i think netta is the only one um with a um emily um Ica has dimitris but dimitris is just part of that group anyways yeah um yeah um i i noticed that this season especially every um alliance there's a bunch of alliances of twos though because we have kevin and bruno um we have we have gary and um dre or who's gary with is i don't think gary is with anyone specifically that's yeah i guess that's he, one thing i guess about... he was kind of with yeah i guess it was a little bit with cassandra at one point or i mean they were all right Ica. but cassandra's kind of all over the place but there's dre and william there's definitely um, there's dre and william yeah yeah there's dylan and emily yeah um Ica and demetrius yeah um and then Emily and Netta. Oh, so Emily's Not, in a really, really good spot. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't see Netta and Emily as like a duo, but they're definitely friendly towards each other, and I think that that's good. Netta and – or, sorry, Emily and Dylan flew completely under the radar. I don't even – Yeah. Their names definitely weren't mentioned in the edit, and they they didn't even get much screen time. Um, yeah, I mean – I think it's pretty heartbreaking to see the vets turn on each other, but it's also smart. It's hashtag smart breaking. It's, it's honestly, um, whenever there's returners, that's why when we were doing the first draft, I was kind of like hesitant to choose the vets because this always happens. The, the vets will say that they're going to stay strong. And the second one goes, they like smell blood and they just like go for each other. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's definitely already falling apart. And then having Ike in there, is just poisoning the entire net alliance. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what's going to happen is so like William won the veto. And then I think most people watching just wanted him to use it. Cause like I'd rather be entertained than watch William make a relatively smart decision. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it could have been smart to use it. My scenario would have been like you've, you, you use it. And if you can get that flip and keep Cassandra or sorry, wait, oh, that's I'm thinking of two different things. He should have used it. Uh, and then Dre would have went up. Man, maybe. I don't know. What do I you think? I don't think Dre would have went up. Do you think she would have backdoored someone? Yeah, I, I thought that a, um, William kept saying that his whole thing was he was afraid Dre was going to go up. But I don't think that that's who would have went up. I feel like that um, was uh, Netta's like bargaining chip, and it worked to keep him from putting, from taking Cass off. Yeah, so it was a I decent thing to say have, and to put out there. Yeah, I think she would end up taking out a big threat like Gary. 
I think at, at which with her position, she'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah, it's just like handed to her. Um, I, I, I didn't want William to use it just cause I felt that a, um, Cassandra didn't really do that good of a job. Um, manipulating at, him, manipulating others. I think she did a pretty good job of him, but the thing yeah. is he saw through her pretty, pretty easily. Um, yeah. He was like, she's so, a good liar. At some point she said that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just cause is she, maybe if she was working on him for a while, but she just out of like. It's like, oh, now that you have the power, I'm talking to you. Like, that's, yeah. like, always a bad sign. But yeah, I would... So, William chose not to use it, which brings us to Cass's campaign, which is what I was getting at before, which yeah. I failed to say. But she, she almost flipped the house, or at least it was edited to appear that way. Um, yeah. And the deciding factor was sort of Ika's position in the house, I think. Yeah. And she could have flipped it and... Here's why I think that that would have been a good idea is because um, at least for like the newbies to try and sway that and convince Ika because Ika seems like a loose can. You can tell Ika anything. She'll just explode. Yeah. Um, but if you could have done that, you would have destroyed the the core like Returners Alliance. And I oh, feel yeah. like that is something that needs to happen. And I think these newbies are so bad at the game that I don't even think they know it exists. And I, I don't know how Gary's not catching on to it yet. But the problem is, if Ika flipped, um, she'd be um, a target for Neta put back to her. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm not saying I'm not saying it would have been a good idea for Ika, but I think yeah. that the group, the rest of them, should have convinced Ika to do it regardless. Oh yeah, I think or just that... tell her something just to like set her off. Exactly, on or she's something. so easy to like. You say one thing, and she's just like, "Oh, that's it. That's true. I'm mad now." Like yeah. when she said that, whatever, I can't re quite remember, but it, she was like, oh, Cassandra said this about you. And she's like, oh, my God, Cassandra said that about me. I'm so mad at her. And it's like, well, you don't even question the nature of that statement. Like, yeah, I know in That's an environment where people lie all the time and you're just OK. now I'm mad. So if Cassandra would have went in like an hour later and been like, oh, but Netta said that she wants to put you up, then she'd be like, oh, now I'm mad at Netta. So I guess <laughs> kind of like a tool that you could use. And then yeah, she also influences you can, you Demetrius. Yeah. And I wish they would weakness. have used that. And I feel like they they didn't have enough experience because Gary saw that, I think. Yeah. Gary absolutely saw the potential of flipping the house and like how beneficial it would be for uh, the people who aren't in power. But Ica is just Ica and... Well, just, just going back to uh, William for a second here. Um, yep. Is there any... Is there any positive... Um... Is there anything positive that could have happened for William if he had used the idol to not the, <laughs> the, <laughs> veto. the veto to save um, Cassandra? Uh, no, like I don't think that I was thinking of the other thing when I was talking before. So I made a mistake. Sorry. But yeah, I think as far as the using the veto, he made the least entertaining decision and it won't help him win the game in the long run. But he did yeah. make a decision that will keep him safe for, you know, a few weeks, which is, I guess, fine. Yeah. It depends on what kind of game you're trying to play. And I think if you're playing against returners, you should at least try and like, I think making big moves is kind of like a bargaining chip in a sense that like they might accept you into the fold if they see that you're willing to get rid of the targets that I don't know, are willing well, to get on, your hands. On the other hand, um, out of, you know, he probably made the best decision possible because of all the weeks that he could have flipped things, this would have been the worst one. 
because the, with this twist that happened immediately after, I think. Um, oh yeah. He, I, I think he he would have a lot of people scorn at him, and uh, that probably wouldn't that probably wouldn't help him. That's a good point. Yeah, because of it would have been an emotional decision on a lot of people's parts just yeah. to throw him up there. Good point. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. So. All right. Uh. So. Yeah, and then that brings me to Netta's whole position in the house, which I'm not loving, and especially after seeing her goodbye message to Cass, I just feel like she's turning into sort of, uh, I don't know how to nicely put this, but uh, like a brat, <laughs> spoiled brat, I guess, is the uh, safe way to say it. A little bit mean, you know, it's kind of just, I don't know. There's a word you know, I that don't... I definitely, uh, let's just say like when Cassandra says, batches she might yeah. be referring to Nitch netta at, the, at this point <laughs> yo at a um i think the problem is especially as a returner um you never know how the show is going to get edited so sometimes you might think that you're acting a certain way that's going to get edited that maybe you're like looking like you're in control and you're like the dawn you know mm -hmm. um but then it just like actually is portrayed the complete opposite way where you're like a jerk <laughs> yeah but that that message to Cass is funny because like she's like oh I don't I like I don't like catty girls but it's just like that's what you've been doing like you've been talking crap about all these girls all week yeah like, but all she's you do is been a um kind of like a guy's girl you know yeah big part of the guys um I I I don't mind it I I know she's feeling really comfortable I think she only has two is it two more weeks safe or is it three uh I I'm not sure. But I feel like I feel like if she's not at least on the block the first week jury week, then everybody in that house is making a huge mistake. Oh, and I think that's what's going to happen is she's going to have to survive that one week and then she'll be OK. But if she hasn't survived that first week, yeah. uh, she well, obviously she'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, yeah. So and uh, like, where's Kevin been? I uh, know. And, and that's the thing is a. Uh, I love Kevin. I think he's such a good strategic player. And it seems like his strategy right now is to go under the radar until um, until jury or until there's maybe half of them gone and then he'll start playing. But right now, his, he's he's got a good cushion. He's got Neto on one side and Bruno on the other. So he feels so safe, but he's not doing anything. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Like uh, Unless he just like goes ultra like game mode in the second half of the season uh yeah. it might hurt his chances of winning overall but uh they're in such a good position that's like you don't want to rock the boat especially when people like gary and at that point cassandra are still in the house it's like let them do their thing because cindy's doing the same thing right and they're probably having this conversation i assume like let's let them do whatever they're doing right now at this point even dre's name is getting tossed around more than our names like I know. That's It'd be crazy. stupid to just even give our opinions. It'd be stupid to go out there and uh, and get our names in the ether. So I yeah, think they're, I they're making smart that, decisions. Yeah, I can't believe Dre's getting her name thrown around when she hasn't really done anything to really get the, to deserve that attention, you know? Yeah, and then you get the three heavy Other hitters just sitting back. And it's just like, yeah. what is going on in that house? It's like, it's just, it's just the format of the game right now it's just because the the newbies just kind of throw the entire balance out of whack yeah it seems almost like um 
each returner has their their newbie and then they're picking off the ones that didn't match up with anyone exactly yeah and well they're going to pick off first like yeah what they perceive as the veterans who aren't falling in line and yeah. then pick off their pairs and then but it's other easy than, for yeah other than kevin we didn't really see anything from um cindy either no that's what i was saying cindy's in the same position as kevin yeah. and i think it's like they're both smart enough to know when to keep their mouth shut yeah, but then so. as a viewer, it's like, what are they doing? And then also as like maybe potentially end of vote or end of game vote, it's like, well, you you floated for like the first few weeks. It's like, no, but we were part of this alliance making decisions, blah, blah, blah. So it depends on yeah. who they're up against, I guess. So we have um, uh, we have another showman that kind of is a, appearing finally. Uh, we've been seeing kind of um, slowly... Um, formed together between Ika and Dimitri, but we saw a really, really kind of like um, teenage kind of romance situation this this past episode. What do you think about that? Is that um, obviously, uh, well, is it good or bad for them? I think it's fine for them. I don't think it's going to hurt them in the long run just because they're already, unless some big flip happens, um, they're already in a position of power. So as long as it's still those six and those six stay strong, I think their showmance is whatever. It's not strategic in the least, I don't think, because they're already a, a pair. So yeah. adding the showmance element is just entertaining for the viewer. And I don't know, obviously it's a boring house and you got to do something. So I don't blame yeah. them, but I don't think it's going to hurt their game until there's a flip. Well, there could be, I mean, uh, the members of their alliance might just be like, "Hey, th these guys are too strong now that they're also a couple. So let's just let's just get rid of Dimitris because he he'd be so easy to get rid of because he's he's already like a physical guy, um, and he's part of their group. But being in a relationship gives him an extra kind of like pull and boat or whatever. You lose the majority at that point, though." So later on, I think that makes sense. But well, I think you'd lose majority. I'm not really doing the math. But like if you lose Ika, if you lose Dimitri, then you lose Ika. And then you're just four people. Yeah, that's true. One of which is immune. So then you're really just three people who are like three choices of getting put up on the block. So it's it's not smart for Kevin or Bruno or Cindy at this point to even consider Dimitri as a target. Which puts Dimitri in a pretty good place, incidentally. Yeah, he, I think I don't think he earned it, but no, he's in a he's in a good spot. That's like I want to talk about Karen's position in the house too, because I feel like if she can keep her mouth shut, she could fly a little bit longer too. She might be able to get into jury. Yeah, she's been doing um, surprisingly well. Um, I think her biggest challenge is that um, she's not good at the challenges. <laughs> so she's gonna have a hard time if she can't win the nature wage again for a second time to kind of sure i mean i think winning that first one was probably the best thing an older person in the house can do oh yeah 100 um, and i think that's why she's still around yeah that's definitely why she's still around and now she needs to just fly on her radar if she wants to get an injury but i don't i don't think that she can pretend, possibly win I feel like she might be able to convince someone to take her as a final two just because she does kind of suck a little bit at competition so that's yep. always a good final two partner but i think she's in a good position and i'm glad because she's kind of a nice element in the house like when they yeah, showed well, like everybody gathering around her and she's telling stories like that's sweet and i yeah it's not something like you emotional. see all the time yeah um 
if they do that challenge where they um, have to dive in some water and get letters and then make a word, that yeah. could be a challenge she does well in. Maybe. I don't know. I think she'll be word. good at cerebral challenges. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I think so too. I think just the physical ones. I mean, she won in a... So she might win another one um, that's endurance-based, but we'll Could see. happen if it was a pair, yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to play this clip for you it's not an audio clip but we're gonna watch this weird video that i saw on the live feeds that was getting passed around and we're gonna talk about that uh when we come back in one second all right you're wild it's me you're so wild i know i'm not even like fully wait no i'm not <gasps> did you move oh my god you move I'm right here I hope no one's disappointed in me, but like I'm stressed. This game is stressing me out. All right, so uh, we're back. For those of you who uh, haven't seen it, I'm just going to describe some of the weird video that we're talking about. It was on the live feeds. We're going to talk about some live feed stuff just because it's inconsequential to the gameplay. Um, it has Gary in the corner of, <laughs> I think, the outside, uh, the outdoor room, um, and he's facing the corner with a jacket over his head. And then yeah. you have Dylan blocking the view from the camera. So the theory is Gary's smoking a cigarette and he doesn't yeah. want people to see. But then there is this also this second element where they start. He starts tickling Gary or Gary starts tickling him. And then he says, do you want me to stop? And then Dylan's just like doesn't respond. And yeah. It's just like this very awkward pseudo sexual and- encounter. Yeah, I mean, like Dylan at one point says a um, says because uh, um, Gary's like, "Oh, I'm just scratching my back or whatever," and then Dylan's like, uh, "You're scratching my belly or whatever," and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, actually, I'm I'm itchy too," and then he's like, "Oh, you can't be touching my." <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on and there. He, That's so and bizarre. there was that weird conversation about him being married, I guess, with like Emily, so. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about this. But yeah, so... I know. I, it's... I, so... I... Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't expect it. You know, like, uh, he's such a big... And just, like, uh, he seems like he's head over heels over Emily. So it's just such I a weird thing that not on. only is he... Like Interested the... in Gary. Uh, yeah. That's the weird... That's, like, the second degree of, like, unexpectedness. Would be, like... Yeah, if it was anyone, it would still be kind of strange. And then the fact that it's Gary adds, like, this compounding strangeness to it. Um, yeah. But it's just a thing that's that's weird. And I think maybe people might be looking into it a little bit much. Maybe uh, they could have just been, like, a friendly sort of thing. I, I'm not sure what kind of person Dylan is, but that could just be, you know, he might just be playing along with Gary because out of boredom or whatever, so... There's always that. I, I I don't know. I I think it will never come up again, and I don't I don't think this will be something that we're gonna hear about again. <laughs> um, it's just one of those interesting live feed moments that is just bizarre. Yeah, um, it definitely. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I I think uh, Dylan's gonna be surprised after he comes over the house and sees the, the how the footage yeah, looks. looks. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Who knows what was going on there? Um, it definitely looks like they were kind of like having a little bit of fun. Um, but well, it's a judgment free zone here on Friends After the Show, so whatever yeah, they want to do is fine. No, I'm not judging what they're doing. I just yeah, I'm surprised I know. that that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just it's just bizarre. I think 
unexpected yeah. and bizarre. Um, Especially just like the way uh, usually when people have done go under like a blanket or something so that um, it's not as obvious to the camera. Yeah, it's just that's weird, what... I guess, because they're standing in the corner. Yeah, that's why I don't feel like it's what yeah. people are saying. It is. I think it's more of a situation that he's hiding the cigarette for whatever personal reasons. And then from there, it just added, added a little bit of flirting or whatever. So. Uh, I yeah. encourage everyone to check it out. It's very entertaining and just bizarre. And there is a Reddit discussion going on on the Big Brother uh, subreddit right now if you want to give your opinion on whatever that is. All right. Uh, so Big Twist announced. Uh, it is backwards week. Um, yeah. That wasn't talk really about this. Finally. Yeah, that wasn't really clearly explained as far as what that means. So all we know for sure is that... Uh, the week's going to start with a nomination vote. So everybody votes to see who gets nominated. From there, um, it's kind of up in the air. Uh, how do you think it's going to go? And also, do you think it's a good idea? From Okay, so from my understanding, um, after um, uh, Thursday's episode, we had uh, two people nominated um, anonymously. Um, so the only way they would know is by speaking with each other. Um, and then uh, we're going to have the veto competition where someone could go down or not. Yeah. And then we're going to have the head of household. And I think the head of household will be the uh, sole voter on who goes home. Sure. So who decides who goes up as a replacement nominee? Another vote? Um, oh, from the veto? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's another anonymous thing if that happens. So there you go. That seems entertaining and really good. And I'm actually surprised that it hasn't been done before with all the big yeah. brother seasons all over the world that have happened. To be fair, I only know about Canada and US, but uh, it's really interesting. And I think it's yeah. a good twist because it's not Canada has a problem, I, in my opinion, that they their twists uh, give too big advantages, too big of an advantage to certain players. Uh, and this one, I think, is is good, really good, very entertaining. Yeah, see, when uh, I was the only disappointment I had was when they first mentioned the, uh, this twist, I thought that what was going to happen was they're going to have, for because I, I thought a true like reversal would have been they have an immediate vote and then uh, two people go up and then they do immediate vote. Someone goes home, like gets voted out, but then they have a veto competition where the voted out person and the person that was originally on the block can go up and do a veto. And then, yeah. th then that way, if the person who got voted out, if they win the veto, they can actually come. They aren't technically voted. I don't know. Sure, but then you'd have to have another vote. <laughs> then you'd have to have another vote, which means you're doing. Yeah, it. there's like ten votes in that scenario, so I guess that's. I thought about that too, and I thought that that would be an interesting thing because then it's like the veto really matters. You know, you're going home. Which it would have been yeah, a cool exactly. element, but there's too many variables. So I. Th yeah, too many. Um, it's gonna and be then interesting. What do you do for the third episode if the person doesn't win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I think exactly it was hinted kind of that the HOH, uh, so the last episode, so the eviction episode is going to be an HOH competition. And the person who wins that will in some way be able to make uh, the final decision of who goes home. So whether or not that's they get the sole vote or they get an increased value to their vote or something, I yeah. don't know, but that's and that's cool. And I'm glad. Canada's doing this kind of stuff and they're they're always pushing um I feel like the envelope more than USA in a sense like they like to try new things 
Oh yeah, and there's the it's the uh, Tostito twist, right? <laughs> yeah, the Twistos twist. Don't be this this, <laughs> this program is unaffiliated with Tostitos, Dan. <laughs> we are strictly a Twistos family. Um, um man, I've never even had those before. I should try them. <laughs> uh, I think we tried them once. It's funny though. It's like really funny cuz like it's like an ongoing meme in our household and like we would laugh about it and we saw them in the store once just because of Big Brother Canada we bought them and uh so say we haven't bought them again. <laughs> but uh we love you Twistos even though I don't think they're a sponsor anymore but I do love this chair yeah. from the brick. Um okay. Uh where are we? Uh I guess we're now at the friends after the show draft, uh the saddest part of the show. Yeah, so um okay. <laughs> It it was not a good week for uh, Devin and I. Um, somehow, uh, Matt is going week after week without anything going wrong and just gathering points up. Yeah. Um, so we are sitting now at, I gained three points this week, bringing me to 10. Uh, you gained two points this week because Eight. you lost Cass, bringing you to right. nine. Yep. And then... Mad in the lead, gained six points, bringing him to 15. Can you, where's, okay, so can you break down Matt's score for me? Yeah, so um, Matt won both the veto and oh, the ho- head of household. Yeah, okay, that's so, where the extra two ones. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. So Neda, head of household, yeah. William. Uh, uh, I didn't realize he had William. Yeah. I'm starting to forget who has who. Yeah, let me, uh, I should. Uh, just yeah, let's recap that. Yeah, yeah. So and who who we have left? Yeah. Okay. So my original team was Dimitri, Jackie, Dallas, and Karen. We lost. We lost Dallas. So all I have left is Dimitri, Jackie, and Karen. Yep. Matt has lost no one. So he has Nita, Neta, Bruno, William, and Emily. And then um, you have lost Mark. Yeah. Um, in the first week, and uh, so you have left Kevin, Cassandra, and Dylan. And then I lost Cassandra, so. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Across I off. have currently Kevin and Dylan, and Dylan doesn't look good for Dylan. Like, no. he's always kind of, like, under threat of going home. I feel like that might be alleviated nowadays, um, but I don't know. I'm not good at picking. It's actually yeah. so funny because, like, I think on Friends After the Show or whatever this podcast used to be called, we always do, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like a first glance who we think is going to win just based on yeah. the uh, bios. And I'm I my I'm pretty sure I voted for the la- the first person to get evicted a lot of times. So I'm just uh, not good at <laughs> not good at reading people, I guess. Yeah, you know what? Um, I don't know. I I I just I'm looking at Matt's uh, team and his roster, man. Like none of them look like people that are gonna go home anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's good. Even like Emily's got that meat shield in front of her. William has a, not only a duo, he's well-liked, and he can win competitions. Uh, Ned is a no-brainer. She won that stupid competition. Uh, yeah. And then who's the fourth on him? Uh, Bruno. And then or, he picked or Bruno. Emily. No, who's Matt's? Emily. He Netta, Bruno, William, and Emily. Oh, he did pick Bruno. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you, you're lucky because you have Kevin. Dylan is kind of a risk. Um my safe one is Dimitri's, and then Jackie and Karen are always on the edge. So, yeah, I feel like it's not going to go well for you for the next uh, few weeks. You're yeah, I don't see. I don't have a good uh, long path with my roster. No. Um, Short term is pretty good. 
But man, Matt just picked so well. Yeah. Well, Matt's <laughs> we should have had a we should have had a mid-season um trade or uh redraft or something like that. Next year. <laughs> or yeah, ne- or I guess not next year, but US. Yeah, US version. But Matt yeah. is the resident uh Big Brother expert here. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that he would he would do very well. Uh you you're kind of you you only started watching in the last few yeah years. i'm a huge survivor fan yeah. and then um well i when big brother first came out i, I watched it for the first mm-hmm. two seasons um but i've i've watched every single survivor season and then um a few years back you and i were talking and yeah. you got me back into it so i started at season 15 of the u.s and i watched all of those and then all of the yeah. every single one of the Canadian one actually i yeah. haven't seen the gary season which is the first season right? yeah the first season it's funny because yeah, like I I started at season US fourteen so I'm not that f- I'm I'm pretty much we're in the same boat we've seen the same seasons but oh, but Matt's cool. seen it all so yeah well he the knows. original seasons are so different that they're not even really comparable right yeah all right so we're gonna wrap it up here that was very nice and I think we covered a lot and a lot of weirdness and awkwardness and. <laughs> stuff like that so i'm gonna thank you dan for uh finally getting around to doing this because we're a day late <clears throat> yeah yeah sorry guys a uh that was my fault a little bit a um hectic week but um next week it will be a regular time and regular schedule yeah which is going to be friday uh um usually midday so i'm going to thank yeah. you everybody for listening and say goodbye all right thank you take care